Have you ever needed an important document notarized and your bank was closed? Need someone who would be reliable, punctual, and provide great customer service? Call my man Maurice over at Austin Mobile Notary, 757-325-7353, or email him at austinmobilenotary at gmail.com. Austin Mobile Notary is a new mobile after-hours and weekend notary service. Mention this podcast, Real Talk with the Six Man, and Maurice will give you a $5 credit towards your first bill. Remember, Austin Mobile Notary for convenient mobile notary services. Austin Mobile Notary, y'all. Check them out. Six Man. Y'all be easy. Something a little different tonight, y'all. I want to pay homage to my man, Joe. This man got me through a lot of shit, man. People always ask me about my top five rappers of all time. He number three, man. All time, number three on my list. I don't know about your list, but on my list, he number three, man. Number three. Slim got me through a lot of shit. Kept me mentally focused on shit that I needed to focus on at the time, depending on what the situation was. And just overall, just got me through a lot of shit, man. Different times back then. Sitting here listening to it, it just brings back so many memories, man. Right on six, man. I mean, people always ask me, you know, um, 
How was it growing up on the South Side? I mean, especially if they, you know, wasn't from that side of town. You know, I guess just curious, wondering how it was to really grow up and act and like just just live. You know, and it was it wasn't easy at all. It was not easy. I got through a lot of shit. Got in a lot of shit, and um, yeah. This dude right here, man, he uh, he got me through so many different situations, man. Like, it's unreal. And just listening to the album, and I was just like, man, I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to talk about my man, Brad Jordan, man. And um, yeah, I mean, I was listening to the album, and it just made it just click. I was just like, man, let's. Talk about your mind, man. Play some of his music, man. To let people remind people what it was back in, you know what I'm saying? 94, 95, 96, Ghetto Boys. Man, it was it was it was it was a different time than it is right now. I mean the the street code was understood. And some people you know, tried to violate that code. And the people who was hip and was, you know, hip to the code always checked the motherfuckers that jumped out there. Because motherfuckers stayed jumping out there. For some reason, it just felt like, you know, our part of 6th Street that we lived on wasn't up to par with the other the other, the other other homies up on, up top, you know, doing their thing. And I mean, it was all love all day long. It was, it was, it was all love. But, you know, it just seemed like at times it just, I don't know, it just felt different. It just felt a little different. And it was like for some reason we always, you know, well, especially, you know, in our parking lot where we grew up, we had a little chip on our shoulder. We really did because it was just like, you know, we, we we didn't probably get you know the the all of the um um recognition from being on six like other people who, who who got recognition but it was all good i mean again like i said it was all love but i'm just trying to give you a mental um perspective of you know how why we carried it the way we did in certain situations because it was kind of like that, it was kind of like that, that um, that chip on our shoulder. And depending on what the situation was, we had to, you know, arise to the occasion. And I mean, I, you know, I've been in many occasions where I stood my ground, you know, strong. And sometimes it was to protect somebody, myself. Or you know, just the neighborhood and in, 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 in our parking lot in general, or you know, just you know, just straight off like protecting myself from you know motherfuckers that you know had an issue with me or my family or whatever, whoever the case may be. And listening to Face, man, I mean this this album in particular. Um, it brings back so many memories of, of that era, man. And I, I look around now and it's not we don't have we don't we don't we don't have this type of feel no more, man. And no, I do not own the rights to this music. 
I do not own the rights to this music. I just want to acknowledge, you know, one of the one of the hip hop artists that got me through, man, and, and actually taught me a lot along the way. I mean, because being in the street and and living that life wasn't something that you know somebody gave you a handbook and it was like, all right, look, this is what you do, and yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't like that. It was one of them situations where you know it was, it was, uh, it was. You had to take your toes off the porch and and and, and put a couple couple toes down, and you know you 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 get a few of your coat your your toes curled up, you know in the beginning. You get a few of your toes curled up in the beginning, um, you know by living and learning, making mistakes, you know thinking you big plan. You know, um, I mean, listen to what he say, man. I mean, you fucking with a grown man, yeah. Beside me, I can't talk to my mother, so I talk to my diary, man. Listen, man, and myself when I'm sleeping. I mean, so, um, it, 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 um. Southside, Sixth Street, man. It, 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 um, it had a lot of development. You know, had had a had a big part of, to do with the with my development, man, and growing up, man. Um, still die. There be no tears in the end. And, and I'm literally trying to talk, but I'm listening to this at the same time. So y'all got bear with me, man. I, I just thought of this, and so y'all got bear with me, man, because I'm I'm um. I'm off this Gorilla Glue, um, and I'm, I'm, I hate this idea, and now I'm trying to do it, and it's, it's just catching me in the moment, man, because this shit right here, man, this shit right here, man, I'm talking about off a couple J's, and you go out, and the nigga look at you funny or act crazy, cocked it, all on the curl. Hey, listen, so, um, Steak is a motherfucking game. That's just like Jesse James. And I swear I'm trying to get this shit off my chest, y'all. But this shit right here, man, what's my motherfucking name? What? <laughs> To this homicide, no reenactment on the late night news to be redramatized. All you got is a nigga with the gap in the middle of his motherfucking head. He's been shot, mm. Mm. and he ain't breathing. Hey, the fuck about the picture. So, you know, going through a lot of shit that I went through, man. It was like this was like a blueprint to literally navigate certain situations, you know, in that in that time, in that era. You know what I'm saying? I mean everybody had their own music and their own artists and their own way to deal with whatever they dealt with. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times for me, you know, just just when I when I had a lot on my mind, when I had to think, when I was not necessarily upset, but just, you know, thinking about a situation or just 
you know, overall just just using my mind. I would listen to this album, man. You know, smoking with my man L. I mean, we would smoke, man. Man, we smoked so much weed, man. I, I just, I mean, you know, when I got to when I got to college, you know, jokers was like they smoke, we smoke, we smoke, we smoke, and it was like by the time I got to college, man. We had already smoked so much weed on six, man, throughout the years before I got before I graduated high school, man. It, I mean, it was it was nothing to me to go to school and just twist up and keep twisting up and keep smoking and keep smoking, cause so we did around six was smoke, gamble, you know what I'm saying? We smoked, we gambled, we drink, you know, we we uh, we had our extracurricular activities, um, you know, we had our nightlife, uh, we had our you know personal life, you know what I'm saying? And we and we just we did our thing, you know what I'm saying? And and growing up off this type of you know music right here was was to me now thinking back it was vital man because you know having having that father figure is very important and you know again like I would tell anybody my father was definitely in my life definitely um, but it was something about you know being able to listen to this type of music and listen to what face was saying. And I mean, even though he talking about blowing out the Joker's brains, it was just like back then and that time, I mean, that's kind of just what it was. You know what I'm saying? You, you ain't want to come around me playing or bullshitting because you will get punished. And and that's the thing that's different now because these youngins are out here and they, you know, doing what they doing, but they, they real reckless with it. They real emotional. And, and it don't really, you know, nothing they doing really got no meaning to it. It don't got no meaning behind it. They just out here doing it and just flexing for nothing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and I, I can't even say for nothing because they may have their own reasons. But in my eyes, it don't really seem like, it really don't seem like anything where it's, It's a must that they do that they doing what they doing as much as they doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like the killing that was on um over in the Highland area not too long ago. You know what I'm saying? I mean they walked up on Slim and, and killed them broad daylight. And it was just like for what though? You know what I'm saying? I mean it ain't that much money out there like it was back in the day. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no you know it ain't no real need to really. To have to kill another human being It's just like they just do it Because um, They think that's They think that's what it is And I mean don't get me wrong In certain neighborhoods You know you gotta have your Survival mode on At all times And, 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 and in a lot of situations We really don't know The full scope Or the full story Of what was going on But at the end of the day If we grew up Somewhere Where we know The background And the layout Of the area We know you know, in some cases, in in, in, in some particular areas of, of of the city, it's just gonna be certain things, and people gonna operate in a certain way, especially in this era, 94, 95, 96, 97. You know what I'm saying? Because it was just, you know, a different time. And when I look back then, as a young man growing up, and I look at myself now, I mean, I'm truly blessed because I, I I've seen, I've seen, I've done. And I've been involved with a lot of fucked up shit in my life, Joe. Like, seriously. And when I say that this dude right here and this album, man, got me do, man. It, it, I mean, 
it, he got me through, man. And, and, and I know everybody remember this one right here because it was just like this. When, when they when they stopped playing this on the radio, it was like it kind of brought him into a different light because at first he wasn't really getting a lot of the radio time because his music, you couldn't put the shit that he was talking about on the radio. You couldn't put, yeah, I'm going to cock my gun back and blow his motherfucking brains out on the radio. You couldn't you couldn't play that on the radio. But, but... But in the in the in the neighborhoods where I grew up, we had we had it. We had a CD. We listened to all face shit, everything from Ghetto Boys to him when he branched all by himself, all of his albums. You know what I'm saying? Face Mob. I mean, anything Face is on, I'm 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 all over, man. So, you know, I got a lot of respect for Face, man, because at the end of the day, you know, I've seen him elevate as well. You know, I've seen and listened to his music elevate as well. You know, even with my, um, even with my growth and how I've grown, I listen to all his music, and it's just like wow. Like, you know, as a man, you grow up. You know, as a person, a human being, you grow up. You know what I mean? And it's like even through his music, when I hear people say, you know, how the music. You know, affects a lot of these youngsters. I mean, I would not disagree. I would not disagree. But the music that they got now ain't talking about shit. The music that they got ain't talking about nothing tangible. No lessons learned. This shit right here, I'm not going to say that it's tangible, but it's lessons learned. It's a, a blueprint of if you in a certain environment, you got to know how to operate in that environment to survive. And this was the music. This is the type of shit that you listen to to help you navigate certain shit. And don't get me wrong. In some aspects, it was negative because some of the stuff that it promoted at that time would be violent acts. And, you know, sometimes those violent acts were necessary in order to survive. You know what I mean? And nobody has the right to kill somebody else. And somebody shouldn't ever want to end somebody's life. But back then, it was just a different time. And shit that went on back then was... Um, I would say it was very... Um, it was it was more complex, more thought out. Um, not all not all inc incidents, but a lot of the incidents. I mean, I know personally for myself, a lot of the shit that I've done personally have has has all been thought out to a degree. You know what I'm saying? Because I always hear people talking about, you know, how much time they did in jail and how you know how long they were locked up when they was locked up. I got locked up a lot. And I would tell anybody that I'm that I'm truly blessed because I've been locked up a lot, but I never had to I never had to spend a long significant amount of time like other people may have, you know, in and out of jail. So I was very fortunate, but I did spend enough time to gain enough experience about jail just to know. You know that it is not something that somebody wants for themselves or a loved one. No family member wants to know that their other family member is locked up or loved one is locked up. And, and look at documentaries on TV or look at shit on TV to see what that loved one is going through or even making them visits to go see the loved one in jail behind the wall and just seeing 
you know, the conditions that they live in and just imagining when they walk out of that room that's, you know, that's the visitor's area and go through that next door and walk down the hallway and you don't see them no more. You have no idea what the fuck that person's going to do or what they're dealing with. And 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 personally, I, I know firsthand what that feels like when you get up from that little space and you walk away from the visiting booth, you know what I'm saying, and 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 you walk down the hall and you, you know, going back to your cell, or your, your, your block, your housing unit, and, and you going back to your day-to-day life. You going back to, you know, doing what you do, you know, behind the, behind the wall. And a lot of people don't know what that look like, especially a lot of these youngers that's out here thinking they really doing it, think they know what that life is like, and they don't, you know what I'm saying? Being behind that wall, having your freedom taken, you know what I'm saying, all your liberties... Ain't no fucking liberty in jail. You do what the fuck them CEOs say. If not, you get you 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 get put in a position where you will be reminded on multiple occasions to either get in line or get fucked up. Period. Point blank. Period. Point blank. And I done seen and been involved in many a situations in jail, having to fight the CEOs or having conversations with them or you know just. You know, whatever. I mean, law enforcement as well. I've had my instances with law enforcement, you know, and it wasn't something that I think that I'm proud of, but it just happened. It's just incidents in my life. I was, I would say, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever say wrong place, wrong time. I would say, you know what I'm saying? At that moment, it was a learning, it was a learning opportunity for me. To learn how to operate And learn that um, I definitely had an issue With law enforcement You know what I'm saying Definitely had an issue with law enforcement And You know for me Again I I would say it's not something I'm proud of But it, it was just something that happened And You know Sometimes when I listen to this man's music, it just makes me go back to certain memories of, you know, incidents that I had with, you know, police and certain things that I've been involved with in 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 in, in, in the type of lifestyle I was living. And and, and <clears throat> I'm truly blessed, man. I really am, man. And I wouldn't tell nobody that I wouldn't tell nobody that that's the life, you know, that. That they should live Because it's not I mean that is not That is That's not the lifestyle To live through man It's really not I mean I made it through My brother made it through My other brother L He made it through My man Dave He made it through And I mean honestly At that time It was just us four Me my brother, L, and Dave. It was just the four of us, man. And eventually, we we had other people that would eventually, you know, move around, you know, in the neighborhood and, you know, have their own, um, have their own dealings. And we ended up, you know, befriending them because they live in the neighborhood. So it's a lot of other people who contribute to the experience that I had on 6th Street as well as the experiences that I had off of 6th Street 
you know, you know, out in the city, uptown, uh, when I was up Rose, you know what I'm saying, when I was going to Rabot. I mean, it's just, it's just, man, Rabot Junior High School was a school that was on the opposite side of town where I was living. And, you know, when I would tell people what junior high school I went to, they'd be like, what? Rabot, where the fuck is that at? You know what I'm saying? And I can remember, you know, going to Rabot and being, you know, the dude from Southeast and no, and that nobody knew. You know what I'm saying? Nobody knew the dude from Southeast. And then I end up meeting my man, Carl. Never forget meeting Carl and meeting Mike. Rest in peace, Mike. Michael Wright and his brother, Melvin. And um, Lil Mario. And I mean, just, we had our little crew, man. And, and, and we ran. You know what I'm saying? We we lived life. We, we, we did our thing. And so I got a lot of, I got a lot of good memories up Rabo, man. A lot of good memories, man. A lot of good memories. And I just feel like though all of those experiences, man, uptown, you know, Rabo, then leaving Rabo and going to Roosevelt. But I remember in Rabo we used to uh leave uh cause backyard used to play down Coolidge in their cafeteria, so we used to run down there and listen to them play. I mean, I remember so much shit uptown. It was all love, man, going up to Ibex. It was all love, hanging out with the homies that I met, you know, at Rabo, and then we transitioned up up road. So it was like, I'm on Kennedy Street, hanging with, you know, jokers that I'm cool with. I'm on Delafield, you know what I'm saying? Um, Shit, I remember Tree, his aunt lived somewhere off of, um, I know it was near Sherman Avenue. Off Georgia and all that But I remember just hanging up there with him And his cousins and his aunt And you know I mean so many people uptown Man that That I am that I still got good relationships with Man you know what I'm saying And Transitioning from uptown And then, and then coming back on the south side Cause I had to literally You know what I'm saying Sit down for a minute I, I did one of them You know One of them mandatory vacations that I, that I was mentioning earlier about not doing a lot of time, but, you know, being in there ain't no joke. So I remember having a mandatory vacation, and when I got out, you know, from the vacation, um, I remember Mr. Gill, the principal of, um, principal of uh, Roosevelt, was like, man, you got to go to your neighborhood school, man. You you Southeast dude, man. You a Southeast dude, so you you gotta go you gotta go back on that side. So I remember going back to Baloo, man, and come. It was like coming home, walking down the hallway. You knew everybody because it was the neighborhood shit, and they hadn't seen you in a while. You know, it was a little different. They hadn't seen you. We're like, damn, Slim, where you been? I was like, man, you know, I, you know, I've been there for a minute. You know, went the roads, but now I'm here. And it just, you know, I I, I blended in, and, and blended in, and, and Baloo, you know, it was it was. It was perfect, man, because, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I met everybody that I still know to this to this day right now. You know what I'm saying? T-Man, Cool Papa, Super Smith, uh, 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 Jason Taylor. Um, good God, man. I, it, it's, it's so many names, man. Lucky, uh, Dante Carter, um, Big Cleveland. Big Joseph. I mean, it's 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 so many people, so many, you know, Nettie Boo and the girls, Keisha Boo, um, 
Man, I mean, I, I can I can go on and on and on and on with the the family atmosphere Blue had at the time when I was up there. I mean, yeah, did we did we have our school issues? Of course we did, but it was all love. I remember pulling up, man. I remember L, um, you know, hitting me, asking me, "Am I going to school?" He be in the parking lot. I get in his car, man. We, he got. Two J's rolled up already. I got a J. I'm rolling up, and it's just like, man, we used to smoke. God damn, we used to smoke, Slim. We used to smoke, and, and it was all love, man. It was all love, and it just seemed like, you know, that that feeling is gone, man. I mean, I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure if if um if 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 these younger if this younger generation even can recognize that because it's just like. It's 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 so it's it's not even it's not even like it's not like it's not like the feeling is nowhere near the same. You know what I'm saying? It's like I look at the youngsters now in the high school, and they probably got the shit that they going through, and you know they struggles and all that. Because I would never take nothing away from nobody, but times it was just different, man. I mean, like it wasn't. I mean, it was it was gunplay. You know, it was gunplay because I carried a gun to school every day in in in, in high school and, and, and in Baloo specifically. The two years that I was in Baloo, I carried a gun every day. Every day. And, you know, I remember, you know, stories about that. You know what I'm saying? Going through the metal detectors. Dapping up the security guards, giving them money, or or, or or running the MLK, buying them something to eat, especially that motherfucking turkey club that MLK used to have with that motherfucking chocolate cake, that yellow chocolate cake. Good God, am I? Good God. <laughs> but I just, I just, I just remember, man. I just remember the good, the good times, man, and remember, you know, the bad times too. You know, because it was definitely some bad times. We all had them. And if, and, and if we still here, we can use those bad times as stepping stones to acknowledge where we are today. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, you know, that I see on Facebook, everybody doing pretty well. We lost a couple people. I mean, we, we've lost some some significant people from that, from that 94... 90, 94 No not 94 Yeah um, I'm gonna say 94 95 You know what I'm saying 95 96 96 97 it, it was We lost some significant people and, and one of the people That we lost You know That's significant to me Was Dr. Jones Dr. Jones Was one of the Coolest motherfucking Principals Coolest motherfucking man that I've ever met in my life, and really, and really had a natural, organic relationship with his students, and his students respected him. He wasn't the hollerer. He wasn't all in your all in your face. But when he when he spoke to you or when he talked to you, you knew what he was talking about because he was just as cool and slick as we were. And um. I remember one time, man, Doc was like, Kevin, I'm great. Go to a meeting downtown. You going to class or you going home? I was like, I don't know, Doc. I'm probably going, um, 
probably gonna go down to Garfield's office to just fuck with him for a minute. And um, he was like, well, I'm gonna leave and I'm keeping Dr. Childs in charge. And Dr. Childs ain't fuck with me at all and I ain't fuck with him. I mean, it was it was well known that we did not fuck with each other at all. We had plenty of situations where motherfuckers would grab my arm, mostly the females. Come on, Kevin, because I would I would I would go toe to toe with that clown nigga, because he was he was he was he was an administrator, but he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't for teaching the kids, man. He was a straight asshole in my mind. Somebody else might give you a different perspective of Dr. Childs, but that was my perspective of him. Fuck him. And so I remember Doc said he was leaving. He left. And I'm walking down towards Garfield's office. And Mr. Childs got his, you know, because they had to get their little, little walkie-talkie and their keys and shit. You know, so it, can, so it can signify he in charge for the time being while Dr. Jones gone. And I remember him storming down the hallway. And when he saw me, he was like, oh... Mr. Wins, what are you doing? And are you going to class? And duh, 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 all in my face and shit. I'm like, I'm like, hey, he go with this bullshit. So I remember, I'm like, man, I'm about to go in. Dr. I mean, I'm about to go in Garfield's office, man. I'm about to go in here with him. And uh, nah, you gonna go to class or you gonna leave school? Just, just all, just all this nonsense, man. Cause he was just old. He was just old fuck boy ass administrator for real. And uh, I remember we had a security guard. His name was Roscoe. And uh, Roscoe walked up on me. Um, and, and me and Roscoe, I ain't going to say we had a decent, you know, uh, relationship. But we knew we we knew of each other. And Roscoe was pretty new at that school by the time, you know, he got up there. He was fairly new. So he didn't really know what was what. He, he was trying to, you know, uh, make a name for himself on the security team. And he fucked up when he fucked with me. Because he grabbed my arm. I remember pushing him. And then Dr. Child, I mean, then Dr. Child, like, grabbed me or, or went at me. And so I just remember, you know, tussling with both of these motherfuckers in the middle of the hallway at the end, at the, by the back door in the quad where everybody used to hang out at. And I'm on the ground tussling with these motherfuckers. And I remember the bell going off to switch periods and motherfuckers was coming in the hallway and motherfuckers realized that it was me on the ground with them. I mean, one thing led to another thing, man. And it was a flat out, all out ride, man. All out ride. And I mean, to this day, motherfuckers would be like, man, you remember that shit? I'd be like, man, that ain't no shit that I, that I would say that I'm, I'm proud that I started, but it happened. You know, it's, it's just something that happened. I remember the, the police, it was so many police at the back door trying to get in that back door, but they couldn't get to the door because it was so much ruckus in, in front of the door and in the hallway. And when they finally got every, you know, got everything squared away, man, I remember they had a paddy wagon, man, and they they locked up like a rack of us. <laughs> and let me tell y'all, man, I mean, it was funny as shit, but man, niggas was cussing me out, man. What the fuck was you doing, man? I was like, man, fuck them niggas, man. They get all got on my face and shit, man. Man, that shit was wild as shit, man. I mean, them the type of memories that I got, you know what I'm saying, growing up in Southeast and, and, and going to Baloo, man, and, and, and the type of relationships that I bonded, you know, that I bonded with people, man, male or female up there. And just, it, it's not the same, man. It's not the same no more because it's like these youngins, you know, they out there and they got their own little relationships, but they not, I ain't going to say all of them because some of them are tangible relationships, but a lot of them is just, 
it's no respect, it's no honor, it's no code, it's no more, um, no morality. That's the word I was looking for. No morality. It's just they just they don't have. It's like they not human beings. They just out there just like they ain't got no smarts. They not smart at all. They do dumb shit 24-7 all day long. We look at the news and what we do? We just shake our head first. Like, look at this dumb shit here. These motherfuckers is dumb. And it's sad because we say that, but now I feel like they could be so much better. But where where did that where did we lose them at? Like where did the where did the ball drop? And we can talk about that too because you know, it's so many different scenarios to think about in that regard but i mean even 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 in blue man i still was listening to this man music man got me through man i don't know nobody that was in blue at the time man that wasn't dumping face or or or, or, or the ghetto boys man i i don't i don't know nobody it was either this or essence <laughs> or jy i mean we listen to backyard I mean, we got we had love for backyard, but you know that JY man, something about that Southside love, man. We we never we never turned our back to them people, man, for real. But it was just something about you know facing and and, 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 and ghetto boys, man, and, and the shit that the music was representing, man. It was just you know what I'm saying. It was it was just something different, man. And I mean, honestly, it's like. When, you know, again, when I listen to the music now, it's like it, it 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 ain't it ain't talking about nothing. It's not talking about nothing. And when I listen to Face, it's like it's like I mean I don't know. I, I, it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to put in words. But it's just like a lot of the music you know that that's out there for these youngsters now, man. Ain't really giving them you know. Ain't really giving them what I think they need, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not gonna say that face, you know, literally, you know, gave me what I needed, but he gave me, you know, a lot, a lot of the the foundation that I needed to get through a lot of the shit that was going on out here for real. I mean, one this song in particular, man, was like it was like one of them songs that you would put on when you had a long day at work or if you had a lot on your mind and you just needed something to, you know, get you in a in a motherfucking zone. Like just in a in a calm state. You hit your motherfucking J and you just, you know what I'm saying? Just somebody's a bitch. And you just ride, yeah. And you just, you know, you ride. You get, you get shit off your chest. If you're in the house, you have a drink. You, you, you know, you sip that yak, and it got you through, man. It got you through. And I just feel like, man, man, without face, man. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, sometimes I think about it. I be like, man, without face, I don't know what I would have did, man. Cause I definitely would have test, you know, Biggie, Pop, and Face. As like my top Like Like top 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 Like for real No gay shit 20 seconds full time out All that But I would consider them My top three off the break Biggie Face And 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 And, and Pop And I mean If I had to put them in order I would probably go Um 
I would probably go Pop Biggie Face. Yeah. Yeah. Cause this shit here, man, it it's so many artists that's 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 known now because of Face and, and Ghetto Boys, especially down in that era. I mean, you talking about UGK, you know what I'm saying? We talking about um, you know, I mean, I, I can go down the line, man. Three Six Mafia, Lil Flip, Devin the Dude. Um, it's another group on here that I don't know, you know, too many people know about. But AG to a key. I mean, it, it's just, I mean, shit. I don't know what to say, man. I mean, some of this shit here, man. It just, it just go way, way back, man. And <clears throat> when I sometimes think about the music in general, man, it's just like. It just like it, it it got it it got it got you through a lot of the shit that 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 you went through. You know what I'm saying? It did. It got you to do a lot of the shit that you went through, and it just like you cannot deny that the music now compared to the music back then in this era is is totally different. My I I could get my mother. To come down here and just listen to it At least just listen to it And see if She could understand Some of the terminology And, and basic stuff of what they might be saying And she, if she just picked up on one bit It was like oh yeah he said If I get her to listen to some of the shit that's out now it, it, She'd be, she'd look at me like what, what, what is this What am I supposed to do with that And that's what I mean And that's what, And that's why I look at it like <clears throat> that's what the youngest representing now. Just all of this all over the place bullshit. Pants hanging down past their ass. You know, um, don't want to go to school. Don't want to get education. Don't want to work. Don't want to. Don't want to do nothing. Just want to pop these pills, smoke, drink, sell drugs, have sex unprotected, get make babies. And 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 not be a father. This, this this that's what the music is promoting that. And 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 back and back here in this era, it was it was it was a different era, man. This shit right here, you can feel this shit right here. I mean, you could feel you could you could you could you could feel this music, man. And I'm going back and forth now. I'm going different time frames now. This is like 2008. This is like 2008. But if you if you a fan of Face, you know, you know particular songs, man. You know them. Like just, you know them. Ain't no way you know Face and you play this shit and, and you don't know it. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like every, you know... Every song has its own unique lesson or, or or lessons to learn or ways to deal with something. And I and I know, you know, when I looked at the um the Netflix um documentary Grass is Greener, you know, for a long time, even I even even my folks was like, you know, you shouldn't be smoking marijuana. You know, people was like, oh, it's a gateway drug, you gonna be smoking crack and this, that, and the third. And that was the that was the norm That was what people thought That was like the push You know To keep people away from it And then it's like 
you 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 you've been indulging in it in so long and you you met so many people that indulge and then you've known so many older people who have indulged for so many years and you and then and then you you yourself have used for so long and then you see this 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 documentary and learn the history and then it's just like wow like really and it's just something about learning and 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 and, and i'm just going back and forth and a lot of these youngers they not learning shit they not learning nothing i mean shit is in their face the the accessibility for education and and to be smarter than you were you know or, or to be smarter period is right there in their face and they don't even utilize the shit and I, I can understand why certain states shut down certain things because they like shit we paying money for this shit and they don't even use this shit then I feel like you still can't because there's some kids out here that get lost in the sauce because you take away you know club football you take away um, you know recreational activities after school you take away basketball you take away from the kids that really want to be active and want to you know be a part of you know basketball soccer groups and, and not be in the street and be among people like minded kids but then you you take all that away and then now what you give them what you give them I was just driving down um, damn what was I at just now Oh man, come on, y'all! I'm gonna have to hit this J real quick. Why listen to Faith? So I was going down Marlboro Pike. And if y'all y'all familiar with Marlboro Pike, right it right there between District Heights and Capitol Heights. I'm going down Marlboro Pike and I'm looking and I'm like, Ligastow, curry out. Ligastow, curry out. Ligastow, curry out. I'm like, damn, let me find out, man. That's that's all they that's all they giving us, man. And then you get a you know, storefront church here and there, and you get, you know, it's just like, damn, that's, that's, that's what they, that's what they giving us, man. I'm like, I mean, I'm, I'm like, they, they, they gotta give us more than that, man. They gotta give me more than that, man. Cause you can't, you can't sit here and tell me that, you know, y'all, y'all, y'all got shit out here for these youngers that's better. And, and, I just named a few things that they don't have access to. I mean, libraries, yes, but we need to get, you know, you know, those activities, that sports, sports, you know, attracts a lot of attention. And if a child can, you know, uh, 
attach they attach themselves to a sport and get used to that sport, learn that sport, play. You know, they might even they they might not even be that good, but they just keep trying anyway because that's where their friendships are. Or you or you or you got a situation where the child is good, really good, and 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 can do their thing. You know what I'm saying? That's perfect. That's perfect. But these youngers don't have that shit. And so I can't totally blame them for, you know, the lack of resources that they don't have, you know, that we may have had. Because we did. We had a lot. We had teachers who cared. We had resources. We had recreational centers. We had all types of shit. You know what I'm saying? We rode our bikes down East Dover behind Oxen Hill, um, um, down by Oxen Hill Farm. And we caught the bus to Iverson Mall and... You know, we 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 did shit when we was young. These youngers now they don't they don't venture out. I talked to this younger one time. Slim say he don't even leave Southeast. He said he said the furthest he left Southeast was East Oak. I was like, man, come on. Man. And I mean, it, it, you know, I you know I would never, I would never, um, I would never say that in a way where I'm being funny or I'm trying to, you know, exploit somebody from. You know, a, a area where I grew up. It's just, it's just fact. It's that that was his, that was his rebuttal. Like, man, I don't even leave this side slim. I don't, I, you know, furthest I've been was East Over. I'm like, what? Come on, man. That's 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 crazy. That's crazy, man. It's crazy to think, man. I mean, it's crazy to think that. I listen to Face so much and, 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 and listen to a lot of his music and listen to his elevation. And it's like, even like I say, even to this day, man, I can hear the elevation, the evolution, I'm sorry, the evolution of his music and just looking at my evolution, my maturity, my growth, you know, just growing up. And yes, have I been through a lot of shit? Absolutely. Do I still got shit that I'm dealing with? Absolutely. But... It's, it's about changing that mindset and, and looking at things totally different to allow yourself to operate a little different. And it's like once you change that mindset, it's, it's you golden, man. You, you, you look at life differently. You, you do shit differently. I mean, it's, it's a beautiful thing, man. I mean, it really, really, really is, man. It's a beautiful thing to just know all, your, your only job right now and, you know, in terms of, you know, where you at, you know, and your success is to, you know, get up, go to work and, you know, do your thing versus being on the street and, you know, dealing with the street shit. You just got to get up, go to work. If, you, if you're in a relationship, you know, take care of your, your girl. You got kids, take care of your kids. And and when you ain't at work, you have fun, you enjoy life. You go out to eat, you go out, you go to the movies, you do whatever. Take care of your kids, take them to Kings and Million, out of town, you vacation, you find time to do that, you invest, you get your 401k. I mean, you just grow the fuck up. And just stop thinking that life is fucking gonna hand you something. Life ain't gonna hand you shit. Anything that you want out of life, you gotta go fucking get that shit. You see what the police giving us? They giving us bullets. And when they get to court, what they doing? They giving us jail time. They giving us numbers. 
We got to wake the fuck up, man. For real. And I and, and, and I know I was lucky to have mentorship like this at its finest. I mean, you listen to Face, and he's a storyteller. He tells stories, and within those stories, you learn a lot of shit, good and bad. And I hate to say bad because I'm sometimes the bad shit is good for you to know. You feel me? Few of y'all gonna understand what the fuck I meant right there. Cause that's just what it is. Sometimes you just got to know what the fuck you know. And, and, and like the saying is, like my man T man always say, man. What's what? What's understood don't need to be what? Explain, man. It don't need to be explained, man. For real, man. Man, look, I just wanted to do something different, y'all. I just wanted to pay some homage and some respect to my man Face and Rabbalot Records and, and, and how they been influential in my life, man. And just, you know, I might do this again with somebody else, man. Because it's, it's, it's R&B artists that did shit for me as well, my man. But this man right here, for real, on some real shit. On some real shit, man. Got me through a lot of shit, man. Mentally. Got me strong. Prepared me. Got me through some shit. Help me see some shit. Help me figure some shit out. You know, help me, you know, navigate some shit. I mean, it's just, it's just so much, man. I'm just so thankful that I've been able to, you know, listen to this man. Because I ain't going to say if I didn't, my life probably wouldn't have turned out the way it is now. But I don't think I would have been as street smart or as street savvy as I have been throughout my life. Because I have been through some shit that if you don't know that lifestyle, you know, your life might get cut short. Just because you said the wrong shit, you acted the wrong way, you looked, you know what I'm saying? You, you just didn't look the part. And if you look like somebody that wasn't who you say you was, then yeah, you shit, yeah, you got dealt with sometimes. And that's just what it was on the south side. Like, that's 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 just what it was, man. And so, I mean, for me, it's like, um, it's like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I appreciate that I've gotten the type of knowledge and foundation from face as I have and just, you know, put it into the street and equated it like, you know, I'm listening to this song. This is telling me to do this. This is telling me to do that. I need to navigate this way. I need to be able to motherfucking maneuver this way and do this and do that. If I do this shit, then I can get through this. And then if I turn around and double back and flip this and do that, then I can now hold this, you know, and then hold on to this and do this now. Nine to five and keep it moving. You know, make sure my man and them good. Make sure they eat. Make sure everybody eating. And, and, and just maintain to be easy. Protect your family. You know, protect everything that's yours. But get yours too. And don't be afraid to, you know what I'm saying, share that knowledge with somebody else, man. Because a lot of these youngins need that knowledge, man. They need that knowledge from us, man. And we should help them, man. For real. 
I mean, just on some real shit, man. It's a six man, man. I love y'all, and I hope y'all be easy. I know this was different, but I hope y'all enjoyed it, man. Face, if you ever hear this, man, if you out there, I love you, man. Keep doing what you're doing. I respect everything you're about and everything that you've did thus far, man. And you've helped me out a hell of a lot, Slim. I appreciate you and your music, man, and rap a lot, and, you know, everybody who uh, who you ran with and just, man, dang. I appreciate you, champ. Six man, y'all. Bees. Chapur's Clothing is a new stylish black-owned brand established in 2016. They explore unfamiliar territories in the clothing industry by tailoring their Euro Street vibe into their entire product line to enrich their vision to their customers and all of their clients. In a world where you can be anything, Chapur's says, be you, be versatile. Chapur's clothing can also be found at www.shopchapurisclothing.com and Chapur's clothing is also an official partner of this show. Real talk with the six man. Chapur's, be you, be versatile.